Well, hey everybody, my name's Cam. I'm one of the pastors at Arise Church here in Christchurch. You know, and I have the great uh, privilege of serving under the leadership of our senior pastors, Pastors John and Gillian. Uh, we love those guys so much. And it's my great honor to be continuing with you today, your series on the fruits of the Spirit. So I want to start by going back to our key passage of scripture, which we find in Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. Let's, let's read it together. It says this, The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. You know, these fruits are characteristics that should be evident in our lives. The closer we are to the Holy Spirit and the closer we are to God, the more evident they should be within us. You know, and these are things that, that people should see in our lives as we're going about our day-to-day -day business. You know, when we're at school or when we're in the workplace or when we're at home around our family, every interaction we have with people, they should be able to see these fruits of the Spirit evident in our lives. And so today I'm excited to talk to you guys about the fruit of gentleness, gentleness. And the reason I'm so excited to talk about gentleness is because it's honestly probably not the most popular of the fruits of the Spirit. You know, a lot of people, when they hear the word gentleness, they think of, of weakness or, you know, maybe someone that's a little cowardly or something like that. But if we look at the translations in the Bible, we find that gentleness can be translated to two main things. It can be translated to fairness and it can be translated to humbleness. So fairness and humbleness mean to be gentle. So being humble does not mean being weak, which is honestly a, a common misconception that people can have. They hear the word gentleness and they, they think of someone as, that's gentle as being, you know, maybe not so strong or weak or a little cowardly. But honestly, it takes incredible strength and self-control to be humble. It's, it's quite easy to brag and to tell everyone how great you are when you do something amazing or to shout it from the rooftops, look at me, look at me. You know, maybe when you've had some massive success or things are going really well in your life, it actually does take an incredible strength to be uh, humble in that moment. And so, you know, a, a long time ago, back when I was in high school, I used to be reasonably okay at, at golf. You know, we lived down the road from a local golf club and I'd spend hours and hours every week down at that golf course getting good and I'd, you know, practice swing after swing. And I got to the level one year where I made it to the club championship, which is honestly probably above the level of golf that I was able to play. And I remember in that final match, it's a game I'll never forget. I came up against this guy who was, who was quite loud mouth and he'd hit this great shot and it'd always be, look at me, look at me. And he would tell everyone about how amazing he was, that kind of thing. And I was pretty nervous going into that match playing against someone like that because I honestly didn't think I was that good. But, you know, in that final, I just kept telling myself, hey, just focus on what you can do. Stay humble and just do your best. And I remember he'd hit these amazing shots and he'd be like, you know, trash talking. And I, hey, I know what you're thinking. Even in the sport of golf, there's some trash talking. And he'd say about how good he was, that kind of thing. And he'd hit this great shot. But I'd just step up to the ball and I'd hit mine even closer and I'd say nothing. And I could tell it was getting on his nerves. He was getting frustrated because I'd say nothing. I'd just, you know, play my best, but I wouldn't brag or anything like that. You know, I actually went, ended up winning that final that year, probably against all odds. But I honestly believe it's because I stayed humble and I just focused on, on what I was doing in that moment. You know, another person that showed humbleness is, is Jesus. 
You know, we read about in the Bible how he came to earth and he died for our sins. He humbled himself by being born in a manger and, and paying that ultimate price by dying on a cross. This, he's the son of the almighty God, yet here he was being born in a manger and dying on a cross for our, for our sins. The ultimate display of humility. You know, during his time on earth, he stood up for many things by doing what was right, by displaying gentleness. We read about in John chapter 8 how one day Jesus was standing around a crowd teaching. And all of a sudden, these, these men brought this woman to him. And they said, Jesus, here's this woman that's been caught in sin. She's been doing things that are wrong. And the law says that she should be put to death by being stoned. Let's read about how Jesus responds to the situation with gentleness. Instead of with anger or violence, he responds with gentleness. Let's read in John chapter 8, verse 7. It says this. When they kept on questioning him, he straightened up and he said to them, and this is Jesus talking, Let anyone among you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. And once again he bent down, and began to write on the ground. When they heard this, they went away one by one, beginning with the elders. And Jesus was left alone with the woman. He straightened up and he said to her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? She looked around and said, No one. And Jesus said, Neither do I condemn you. Go on your way, and from now on, do not sin again. You know, what we're reading about in this passage of scripture is how Jesus is handling this situation with gentleness. He made everybody else in that situation realize that, yes, this woman has sinned. She has done something wrong. However, so have all of us. We've all done something wrong. So who are we to judge this woman in this moment? You know, showing gentleness doesn't mean that we look past sin or things that are going wrong in the world. You know, Jesus didn't say that this woman was right and that what she was doing was right. He even corrects her at the end by saying, go and sin no more. You know, gentleness means that we can handle all situations with care and fairness. We read in Philippians chapter 4 verse 5, it says this, Let your gentleness be evident to all. Let your gentleness be evident to all. That means everybody should be able to see our gentleness. You know, insecure people brag, they flex, they threaten. They want everybody to know how awesome they are. Look at me, look at me. But we can be secure in our strength because we know our strength comes from the Lord. To be truly strong is to show gentleness, to stand up for what's right with compassion and humility. Hey, why don't I pray for us today? Lord, I thank you that you, you leave this blueprint of how we should live our lives through the, through the uh, fruits of the Spirit. And God, I pray today that you just continue to show us how to live our lives with humility. You continue to show us how to live our lives with fairness to others and by practicing gentleness in all situations, that we wouldn't look past what is wrong, but instead, God, we'd look at it with eyes of gentleness, with how to handle every situation through the eyes of you, God. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, well, thanks for tuning in. It's so great to be able to share with you guys today. Have an awesome week.